Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. (laughs) Sibling rivalry. That's good. Today, we have Anthony Williams, a.k.a. The Medical Medium. Um, This was awesome. This was really cool. Right. He's obviously been... I've read his books. My wife has been obsessed with him for a long time. He is the man behind the celery craze. He is, and which I am a part of now, and so are you guys, right? Love it. Love the celery juice. But having him on was really fun. I did my personal research on him and saw what he was like in, this, in, in other shows and other podcasts, and it was my goal to... Make him crack a little bit. Like loosen him up? Loosen him up a little bit. <laughs> I feel like we- I think we did. I feel like we got there. I think You know, I think that his work is very serious to him. It's something that he lives with. It's also something that I think that the outside, a lot of people in the outside world find very skeptical, which is understandable. Totally. And it's fun to have people like that on because you can kind of challenge them a little bit. And, you know, you do have moments where you think- how is this possible mm-hmm. that someone could have such a gift and a connection to, as as he says, uh, his the spirit of compassion, that he's able to really just diagnose what's going on in someone's body? Look, there's skeptics. There's always skeptics in everything, okay? In everything that we sort of do or that people, especially with something like this, when you are... I mean, think about it for a second. Let's just get down to brass tacks, okay? This is a man who's saying that there was a spirit of compassion who contacted him from another realm at the age of four years old or so, and he diagnosed his grandmother with lung cancer. And now he is being told by this spirit of compassion um, the remedies how to sort of heal mankind, okay? When you just look at that, you have to. You that have sounds to, crazy. It sounds crazy. And by the way, what's great yeah, about him but is he, he says under, it. He knows. He, he understands that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He knows it sounds crazy. But yes. I, I also, you said something that I think is really important, which is even if it is crazy, everything that he's putting out there is in the best intention of someone's health and their, their longevity. Yep. So to sort of put it down is counterproductive really because everything that he talks about is quite good for you yes um whether it be the foods that you're eating or the supplements that you could be taking all of these things the are problem is is there's just a bunch of assholes out there holly no there are there's a bunch of assholes out there i think who are just trolling and sort of rip them apart just because it's something different you know what I mean? Right. They, I see what you're they're not looking at sort of his intentions. They're not looking at this idea that he's sort of trying to help people. They're just sort of saying this isn't scientifically based and there is no real empirical evidence and and you are sort of ruining, you know, okay. this and I'm hurting pl- people. I'm going to play devil's advocate to what you're saying right now because some of those people would say that they feel that it's irresponsible of people to go out and say these things because it's actually doing people a disservice because they think they're going to get healed by things that won't necessarily heal them. Totally. So that being said. But isn't that up to the individual? Yes. We are all 
We are all free to believe free and do will. the things that we want That's to do. Right. And I think there's a way to say that that is kind and nice. And not saying asshole. And meaningful. Then people just having these harsh criticism and right. judgments. I don't mean that you're all assholes, you know. I, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I think, though, that when anybody's trying to do something for the betterment of mankind, that it's a wonderful thing. And and his purpose in life and his gift is to do just that. And I think that he has been very helpful to a lot of people. Right. And believe it or not, you know, you can be a skeptic or not. I have not personally, you know, gone through his program because I haven't necessarily needed to, but I have seen... I have seen. You uh, probably should. I know. Do his. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> I probably should. You but say you don't. Need I have to, actually. But it would Aaron. Aaron. My wife Aaron has a best friend who was going through a situation that was beyond anything you could possibly imagine with her body. It was this chronic illness. She didn't know what it was. Went to every fucking doctor. She read the books. Was religious about practicing, and it. It healed her. It cured her. It made her life amazing. She has a kid and things are... Different. Mm-hmm. The other thing about Anthony, though, is just aside from him being the medical medium, he's such a nice person. So nice. He's such a sweet person, a great disposition. You know, his energy is infectious. You know, he, he really cares. Mm-hmm. He, he is passionate about this. Yeah, You know what truly. I mean? Whether you believe it or not, okay, and everyone should find a passion like he has found his mm-hmm. and really sort of go after it like he has gone after his. And it's it's a part of him. Yeah, I'm grateful for people who also just spread the word of health and taking care of themselves. And at the end of the day, we all should be eating more fruits and vegetables. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I drink you know, the celery juice. And, I do every morning. Oh, my God. I, I just it's I just crap myself. Every crazy. Oh, it's I'm crapping from my throat. It, Oliver. I feel. I feel it. It's almost like if I if I eat breakfast and eat celery juice, I can feel the egg McMuffin being pulled out of my throat. Oh well, first of all, you're not supposed to eat and then take the celery. You're supposed to wake up with an empty stomach, drink the celery juice. This is an egg McMuffin from like 1993. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel that when I take the celery juice every morning, I kind of do a little walk or I'll I'll move around with the celery juice. And I do, I find that the I actually have felt a real difference in the last couple months as I've been doing that than I ever have. Mm-hmm. I also I also feel that since I've been doing that, my tolerance for things that aren't good for you is way less. Mm. So if I drink I, I feel it in my stomach in the morning, which is different. And then if I have celery juice, I actually can feel the detox. It's mm-hmm. kind of wild. Mm-hmm. So my my body feels clean. Mm-hmm. So anything that hits my body that isn't good for it, I can feel it having oh, yeah. an effect. It's, oh, I mean, oh. I don't know if that's No, no, just I know what me. you mean. No, no, no. Because when I, when I sit on the toilet, which by the way, it's it's like sprinting. Nine times out of ten, because <laughs> it comes on strong. Anybody who does celery juice is oh actually going to know it. All it's the first nuts. Time. It's like everything's good, and you know, well, I'm in my car. That? I drop the kids off from school, and I'm like, oh shit! And I hit the gas, and I go like 150 miles an hour to get home. <laughs> but it feels like you are eliminating just toxins out of your body. 
Anyway, really grateful he came on. It was so much fun. Yeah, really fun. And it makes me want to talk to more psychics and more mediums and different fields because I think we had just such a blast with that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, and we do believe in spirits and sure. stuff. Like yeah, we don't believe do. that we're all alone here. Nope. Um, even though we understand why some people do believe that this is it, but we we come from another school. So it was fun for us. Yeah. Anyway. Here he is. Enjoy. The medical medium himself, Anthony Wood. We always start with everybody that we interview. Give us your background, like where you grew up. Right. And then, of course, we'll get into like when you were four and you had yeah. We'll spent, do quickly do that. Spent most of my life in the state of Maine. That's, you know, right up there in the woods. So That's where Kurt's that's from. That's where our, dad, our stepdad uh, is from. Yeah. yeah. You know, there you go. Like, you and the, Kurt Russell. Yeah. <laughs> Two peas yeah. in a pod. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody else comes from up there. I don't know. So it must be just us two. That's it. And Stephen King. I don't know. Like you know That's I mean? kind of an awesome trio. It's, really, That's a good right? trio. it's an interesting but, trio. But it's crazy. So, you know, and and I dedicated my life bringing information no one's ever heard about health. Because it comes from up here, from above, from the spirit of compassion. So that's been my entire mission. It's like it's like solving the mysteries with the information I hear perfectly clear. So it started at age four. Mm-hmm. Heard a voice, woke up one morning and heard a voice. But it wasn't in my head. I wish it was. I swear to God, it would have had an easier life if it was. Mm-hmm. If it was in my head... It would have been so much easier. It, it was from the outside, and you can hear it. You, you can, actually hear it. Yeah, yeah, you can hear it perfectly clear. Like, I so hear you, and that's what's made it so darn hard the whole time. Whoa. And But it makes it so people don't, you know, people know in the spiritual movement if you're exhausted or you're tired or you're, you've, you've say you've, you've exhausted yourself in some way in life, right? And you're, and you're spiritually tuned in, and you channel and all this other stuff. Well, it's it's okay because you can just crash and call it a day. It doesn't matter what condition I'm in. Mm-hmm. I could be like book deadline, work till five in the morning. I'm totally shot. Mm-hmm. Then two hours later, no sleep, back to work. Then on the phone trying to help somebody or whatever it is, or somebody coming into an office and seeing me, whatever. And I could be like literally half dead, but I'm going to hear the voice because no matter what, if you're awake, you hear it. If you're awake, you hear it. Mm-hmm. You can't avoid it. So when you were little, you grew up in Maine. Did you grow up by the water? Did you grow up in the woods? Yeah, in the woods. Us, yeah, exactly. And did but, you have a picturesque type childhood? You had three siblings, mom and dad. Were it, they together? Did you have a, you know, what was your family unit look, like? Family, family was solid. Without my family, this would have been so hard. Right. Mm. This would have been so. And hard. your parent yeah. and your yeah. Did, did your, I had good family support. Yeah, you had good family support. It, it was amazing. Easy. Nothing's easy. Nothing's mm-hmm. easy. You know what I mean? It's no. like there. There was no. It wasn't picture perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's it it can't be. But I've been lucky. I've been lucky, fortunate in a sense where you know it's really supportive family. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know about your first sure. experience with sure. your grandmother, I believe. Yeah. And maybe you can just tell us that story real quick about the first time that you realized that you were connecting yeah, to something. You no, know, I woke up just like everybody wakes up in the morning and they're up, right? And I, and I opened my eyes and then I hear a voice perfectly clear right there, right then. And it was, it was scared me because I'm like, who's in the room with me? I, right? I had that. I yeah. have the same thing. <laughs> I do. I, I have that. this. I, she I have hears this. voices. 
Okay. Yeah. No. So I don't exactly. talk about it, but no. I publicly. But, but I mean, now I do. All right. But well, I, I know I have this. Right. Well. Okay. Then exactly. So, <laughs> so when you hear that, you just get you get frightened a little bit. And then I jumped up. I looked out the window. I I opened the door of the bedroom. And you know, here I'm really small. I'm really little, and, and I'm really confused. So then. I run downstairs. There really isn't anything happening. I ask about it in the way I could, in the best way I could. And I just kind of shucked it off for a little bit. And then it came again. And then, but it, 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 it was, was old it was gentle. Voice, correct? It, was a, it was gentle, very compassionate. Yeah. And, and, and for some reason it was, it was agreeable. You know, it wasn't, it was frightening in the sense that who is this, Right. But at the same time, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. I was starting to get a sense that this is going to be okay. I think, you know, the power of whatever all of this is, it, it just kind of helped me along with it because it wasn't just the voice. It was the spirit of compassion. I talk about it in the first book, Medical mm -hmm. Medium. The spirit of compassion is is at the fingertip of God. And, you know, I tell people that, I've talked to people before, they're like, I don't believe in God. And I say, that's okay. What do you believe? Do you believe in something else up there? Do you believe in the light? Do you believe in something else? Is, is there, is, is it do just you, a big ocean up there? Do, what you, do you believe, believe in God? I mean, I do. Do you but, believe in God yeah. in the biblical sense of God? Yes, and, okay. and very much so in that sense, right? But, but at the same time, I mean, you know, I, I got really good friends. They just believe that there's this, there's this all-knowing creator. Then I have, I have a friend that just believes it's just a, a light source, mm -hmm. right? I got somebody that believes that it's just the universe. And I say, well, talk to me. And they're like, no, it's the universe. It's just the universe, right? And I, and 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 it, it's it's all the same to me, right? That's the thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the beauty. That's, that's, that's the, the beauty whole of point. It's just, yeah, it, it's all the same to me, right? And so. The, the power of that source, you know, I think really helped me with this because I, I didn't take it so hard right at the get-go. I think I was probably under some kind of trance, mm -hmm. probably to give me, like to soothe me and to keep me calm while I had to adjust from, from, from the spirit of compassion. And mm -hmm. I really believe that. And it's, it's a voice that's very soothing. Um, it, hey, look, if someone else got this, this gift and and heard everything perfectly clear mm -hmm. and it could be a different voice to them because they needed to hear a different voice they they needed to hear i i needed to hear this voice and specifically do you do you still hear this voice every all, day you do all the time right? and nonstop. It, and is the, the voice a specific voice meaning like you <laughs> sort of explained that it was an older so older older man man right that's the voice yeah calm yeah. soothing Slightly joyful, right? Depending, um, has has a little bit of a sense of humor. Sounds I mean, like sounds sense like of humor. No one probably would think was a sense of humor. Sounds like Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> Oliver. I I, I I I called him Santa Claus before. That's I've funny. called him a lot of things. Now, did it take you when? Because I know in my experience, yeah. I actually had to go to someone because I wanted to learn how to shut it off. For yeah, me, when yeah. it started to get, it was too scary for me, and I didn't like it. And I would wake. I'd have like my friend, my best friend's father passed away. He kept coming to yeah. me all the time, and it just, I, I, I just didn't want it. So I was fifteen, and it was interesting because I, in your book, uh, you do talk about being fifteen and 
that being a time that you were sort of like, I want to shut this off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I teenage. was desperate. Yeah. Desperate to shut this off. And I, mean, I learned how to do that. Now, did you have the support? Like, I had the support of my mom who really does sort of reach out into this world that I think, yeah. you know, some people have a hard time grasping yeah. to actually take me to the right people to teach me how to to the tools. But, like, did you reach for your family in the way of, like, communicating to them what was going uh, on? I always stayed, yes, we always stayed tight. For sure. You know, we always did. <clears throat> it was important. But but no family or anyone, no matter what, just it 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 when you're in that place where I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to hear this voice. Because it's not just hearing a voice every day. It's hearing a voice telling me everything that's wrong with every single person that comes near me. Jeez. Meaning what's wrong with every aspect of their health. Are their adrenals okay? What's wrong with their thyroid? Do they have a brain tumor? Do they have cancer? Do they not have cancer? Do they have this? Do they have that? And it's nonstop. You're sitting in school. It was like when I was sitting that's in school. So and, crazy. And, I, and you know, I was sitting in school. and Oliver's like... Does, 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 Please does, tell me what's wrong what with point, me. I know. That, Am what, I dying? No, but at what, <laughs> is there a point where you feel like you're going crazy? I mean, is there an acceptance of this voice? Meaning like, because a lot of some people might end up on the street talking to themselves. Yeah, what eliminates the crazy factor yeah. is that you're always right with what's wrong with the person. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and it's just, you can't escape that. Right. So that, like, that, like that for instance, in, in class, to, right? Yeah. Okay, the other child sitting next to me in elementary school, all right? And in spirit of compassion said, this child has meningitis, okay? So I got up and I talked to the teacher and I said, you know, that classmate, the person next to me has meningitis. And so she got scared and she asked, she called you know, upon that classmate and asked if you're okay. And he said, it was fine. He said, it was perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong, nothing going on. And so then she called our parents in. His parents, my parents in. So now we're all there. And, you know, because it's kind of alarming. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, where would I even get that? No. How would I even claim? That? You're Crazy claiming claim. something. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, and I'm really young. So think about that. So after the dust cleared, he didn't come to school the next day. He was in the hospital with 105 temperature mm. with meningitis. And so you, you can cancel out the crazy factor really easily especially when your family knows you're always right. They see how you're right all the time. You've helped out different various people in their, in their circle mm-hmm. and lots of people in their circle. So, you know, when that happens, you just, it, you, you can't be like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, it's crazy. Yeah, and right. then you, you know, right. you're right. not, you know, you're not. And when you know you're not, and you're doing God's work yeah. or the universe's work, so, you know, how, however someone might think or feel, the, the, you just you just move forward. You're just like, okay, let's just solve problems then. Mm-hmm. Let's save lives. Let's do that. Did it become sort of like a lifelong journey then for you to actually understand the science behind the thing? Oh yeah, no, it's doing? right off the bar. Yeah. Right off the right off the bottom, like from the start, right there. Spirit's telling me about viruses, what they do, how they mutate, how they're responsible for all these different conditions and people's symptoms from everything from um, neuropathy to trigeminal neuralgia. I'm hearing that at eight, nine years old. Holy shit. So the spirit is your ed- is your educator. Oh, yeah. You didn't time. have to open textbooks to learn. You were being I educated. never opened up a textbook. All the books are advanced medical information that doctors are using across this country and globally right now. <laughs> that it was, and that it is, came from up that here. That is being spoken people to People steal wow. from it. I call it steal is they'll take it they'll stick it in some other bogus article that has misinformation or a science study that didn't do anything for anybody and they'll take my piece that's actually only from spirit it's never been from anywhere else and they'll put it in places mm-hmm. that because you know because
because they they almost like they don't. I've noticed a lot of people in the industry don't want to give Spirit of Compassion the credit. Mm -hmm. They don't want to give me the credit for being the guy that brought the celery juice here that's saving millions of people's lives across this globe, right? Mm -hmm. In the sense where they'll say, oh, it must have been here before him. It was never here before. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. It started with me in 1975, juicing celery for conditions and all the reasons why, and it's still with me now. Wow. But you know, people don't, they just don't like the fact that it comes from up here, which, which I, think, I respect. Yes, 100%. well, but look, well, people I have a, people, people, right. people have, people have a right to need empirical evidence yeah. to trust. It's a good point. And I think this is what's really interesting. I always have these conversations with people because I, I call myself a very practical, scientific based psychic type of personality, right? So I'm very intuitive. I have my, but at the same time, I recognize that imperial, empirical evidence is something that people need to have faith or to believe a lot of the time. And yet what's fascinating is that most, especially in our country, are very religious. So they have these strong belief systems. And yet when it comes to science, they don't actually apply those things to their beliefs, which is something that is also not empirical yeah, evidence. Great, so great point. It's, so I, I find that like, you know, point. no matter what anybody says, yeah. right? Or no matter what any of the naysayers say, the power of belief and faith is just as important as saying the empirical evidence of saying this thing is actually going to cure this and this is why and here's the evidence. Oh, totally. We well, we're jumping ahead a little yeah. bit, but I you watched know, that documentary Heal. Sure, that you sure. were on, Ama yeah, yeah, right, exactly. and it was about mind body, yeah, and how, amazing, uh, amazing documentary, amazing. It was really oh, eye opening for me, yeah, and it was just about how we have the power to heal ourselves, yeah, and that belief alone is sometimes just as powerful as any sort of medicine, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Um, so real quick, just jumping back, because yeah. this is a question yeah, I don't want to forget, well, but but sure. the, your parents. So when you were hearing, you know, the spirit, and it became more a part of your life, were they? 100% accepting of this. Oh yeah. You know, they were they were 100% accepting of this and, right, right right off the start. Okay. Because of of, of what yeah. it, what That's I was great. saying. How can he get, think about we're talking about the time the time this was, yeah. all right? There's no internet, there's no anything. There's I mean the information that was coming out of me was just you can't deny. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking about I'm talking about different viruses, different bacteria. I'm talking about what creates acne. I'm talking about how, how antibiotics create um, anti, antibiotic resistant strep varieties that create acne and UTIs that nobody still even knows till today. Mm -hmm. Stuff in there, in much of it that I've had to, in my practice of, I mean, I've, I've worked on 200,000 individuals one-on-one -on -one before the publications of the book's medical media. Wow. And so, and with the information, that has come from spirit of compassion. And, and since the beginning, since it was always undeniable, when I was a stock boy at age 12 in a small grocery store and, and I built my own clientele up already and they're pushing carriages around and I'm saying, well, this is, you have diabetes. You're like, well, where'd you get my medical records? Mm -hmm. Now, when I say, hey, you have this, they're, they're thinking, oh, you hacked it online to get a medical record. Sure. I don't even know if you can, right. but if it's even possible, but yeah. you hear that now every now and then yeah. from a skeptic or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, it's like it was, I built up that clientele really early. It was undeniable. Mm -hmm. it, when, you're, when you actually have clients and you're 13, 14 years old. That's crazy. Were they paying you? Yeah, they were. 
How and much then, were you making at 13 years old? I wasn't asking for anything. They were just offering. <laughs> they were, they were, they were, they were like, hey, here is a 10. I'll give you I 20 mean, bucks. You Come scan me. I could have put a hat out or something like that. Just to like drop, <laughs> drop the tips in there. Drop the tips well, here's the thing. You were, probably, you were probably in a small Maine. You know, Maine is not the biggest place in the world. I don't know what town you grew up yeah, in, but I'm sure that this caught on, meaning like, oh, the Anthony kid, the William kid. Well, you got to bring him over to the house because he can you know, saves a lot of doctor bills. Yeah, it does. You know? It, you know exactly. Well, that was what happened. Did your so, parents use you? They not use you, but did they say, "Oh, honey, like you, go go see Mary down here, and and let's. I want to see if she's okay." I mean, was that part of your gig? Was your family bringing you to different friends and stuff? Oh and yeah, having, that happened all the time. That was going on. Yeah. There was that, and so it it. But here, you're trying to do this and juggle real life, though. Yeah. Right expectations puberty in life right girlfriends. exactly all of it right can so, you read yourself of course oh see i can't yeah, yeah of course of course you the, can the reason why the reason why because i'm not doing the reading uh of uh, course but of course so let me ask you a I'm question you don't have to answer this if it's too if, if it's too personal if i go deaf i'm in trouble <laughs> why if I go oh deaf, because you can't you won't be able to hear that's the whole point because have it's you from di- the have you self-diagnosed? It's, it's actually blocked. That's what I've been trying to tell you. It's actually blockable. It's coming here into the ear from the outside, not from the inside. And I hear it as clear as you from the outside. And I could take my hand and wave it like this and, and kind of block it. Like if you go, la, 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 whatever, you don't want to hear somebody. Yeah. You still hear them, though, yelling in the back, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it is. And you can't stop it. That's wild. So, I, I, so that's the whole point of what made it so hard where I was I was like, okay, well, this is the only thing I'm going to be able to do. Nothing else ever. It's this. I'm stuck with it. I mean, I wanted to like, you know, I wanted to like run a little restaurant when I was 10 years old. I wanted to like cook eggs for everybody. Even though Spirit said, eggs actually feed all manners of disease, even though no one knows that yet. Okay. But- Damn it. But shit. Because what it was was the eggs eggs were actually used in the labs 100 years ago, 80, 90 years ago. They were used in the labs to raise raise all of the bugs that we all have now that somehow escaped the labs, Spirit of Compassion says, and got into us and creates the fibromyalgia and the Hashimoto's thyroiditis and multiple sclerosis and all these other things. We eggs were used as the food for that. So Spirit of Compassion is like, doesn't matter if you're vegan or paleo or whatever you like or animal protein or not, take the eggs out and you'll have a shot to heal. You keep the eggs in, you're one egg away from getting sicker whenever that's going to be, whether it's a month from now or whether it's going to be another time from now. But I wanted to run this egg shack, cook scrambled eggs for everybody every day because everybody was happy when you cook them just right. I'm still eating eggs. And you, you know I, I mean? don't care and what you the fuck you say to me. I'm eating happy. eggs. Oh, I like my God. eggs too much. Yeah. Have you, yeah. what, have well, you have can you, still eat them. Don't do let you, me take them away. <laughs> do you get an annual physical? No. You don't get a physical. Do you don't see medical any no. doctors? No. no, no, never. Wow. Okay, but what if? Okay, okay. What if you're really sick? <laughs> yeah. Will you go see a doctor? Well, it all depends on what kind of sick you're talking about. Because here's the difference. Okay, if for some reason my gallbladder wants to explode right. and I, and and I need a really good surgeon, <clears throat> yeah, you're which going I've never in. experienced that. I'm going to get that. Sur- I'm going to go. You better believe it because I've always said there's life saving medicine, life saving doctors. That's mm-hmm. not the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not anti science either. It's just that science and research knows nothing about chronic illness. Mm-hmm. They just know a lot about other things. Right. See, chronic illness, there's the big mistake was everybody who believes in science 
doesn't believe in science anymore after they've been sick long enough to get screwed over yep. by medical research and science because medical research and science only protects one thing. Uh, one of my best medical friends. research I can't and science wait protects to itself. Talk yeah. About what I'm about to so ask him. I'm going to say right now. Here's how it works: <laughs> medical research and science protects instead of people, it protects itself. Mm-hmm. That's how it works right. because that's why they've been telling women they're crazy and it's all in their head in the 1950s and 1960s, 1970s that they're not really sick, and then they. It, this is how it works. And now they say your body's attacking itself. You're faulty. Your genes are faulty. It's it's the worst shame game, shaming women's bodies. Mm-hmm. Body shaming to the max right now. The medical research and science and chronic illness is the body shame women and de- demean them and disempower them. It's built like that. Why and women? This, why, this why? is a gender issue. Why because gen- women? Because women? women are that critical and important because they change the rules. Women have power. Men don't, and they they're rule changers. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's, That's why. right. Even though men have always tried to hold the power to change the rules, right now, women have the power to really change rules. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Disempower them, knock them down, so that when they get sick, they can't do their careers. They can't do what they want to do. They get weakened. Break them down. That's what the industry does. I'm not talking about the great doctors. All mm-hmm. the doctors are amazing. Women doctors, men doctors, all of them. I'm not talking about science. I know scientists, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. I know great ones. That's not it. I know lab technicians, but that's not the problem. We're so sick now, we think it's normal. You're supposed to be normal to have fibroids and endometriosis. It's not supposed to be normal. It's supposed to be normal to have fibro, fibroids, Hashimoto's, some other thyroid problem. Totally normal now. All of it's normal, but science research won't cough it up. They won't chalk it up. There's grandfathered laws going back long before our time that made decisions for us, already for us, without our choice involved. And nobody knows this except Spirit of Compassion. And, I'm, and I've been trying to send that message around. And you know what? I don't think people like it because I've been, I've been gaining some speed mm-hmm. and it's pissing some people off and mm-hmm. i get it i get it mm-hmm. but i'm about protecting mm-hmm. women kind and of course man men but protecting women kind mm-hmm. and making sure they get what they need so they can heal giving them a chance you go to the doctor functional medicine doctor today and they're like it's autoimmune your body's attacking itself and they tell your 17 year old daughter or 18 year old daughter that her body's destroying itself we are in such a bad place right now and no one really cares or no one really knows well there's but so I'm fighting for everything there's mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much there's there's so much autoimmune it does feel like the autoimmune oh yeah it's like everyone that you know or family or th- everybody has some kind of autoimmune. And autoimmune is a mystery word for blaming everybody that their their immune system is destroying its organs and its body, right? And the person's body. It's not the truth, though. It was a theory in 1950. So then, so then what, what is, is it? it? It's viruses <laughs> creating. It was good. You guys are siblings. Wait a minute. You guys are siblings. <laughs> Uh, it, it's it's viruses and bacteria, but mostly viruses, okay, creating inflammation in the body. Don't you think, though, it is important to have some science that can back these things? Because I mean, you're talking about inflammation. I wish there was. There's a lot, but there are a lot of doctors and people that I really respect and, yeah. and love that are so into this. Well, what about diet? Actually, that's an interesting question because all these diet books have come out. Diets have have, have evolved or changed every fucking year. There's a new diet, <laughs> right? There's the paleo. Yeah, like the that, keto. That, what do you eat? Like, what's your? What do you eat for breakfast? Well, the thing is, look. I, I'm always about taking toxic Oatmeal? heavy metals out of the body. No eggs. Yes. Okay? yes. Right. Toxic heavy metals is is critical. Do you eat salad? So listen, so <laughs> salad? Salad <laughs> for breakfast. Like, do you eat do you eat meat? Oh my god, it's cracking me up. I don't eat meat. You don't eat meat. But listen, I recommend meat all the time to people. Right. I, 
I recommend all kinds of foods to people. That's not the problem. Yeah. Meat's not the problem of why people are sick. So it doesn't have to do as much with the diet. I mean, can I eat anything I want other than eggs? It all depends. <laughs> it all depends on what's in you. It all depends on what's in you. Right. How many I, metals you have. Yeah. And how many bugs you have. Oof. So that's the Russian roulette. Okay, we can keep on eating all these things and keep on eating all these different things. And then all of a sudden those bugs feed and get happy. And then boom, you're like, what's this tingles and numbness? Mm -hmm. Why do I have this tingles and numbness? Why do I have, why am I not feeling good? What's this fatigue? Mm -hmm. And now you're at a doctor and they have no idea why. They'll mm -hmm. give you a trendy reason or something. Now you're at another doctor, another doctor, you see? And so that's where Spirit of Compassion broke all this down, broke the doors down. People are, are like, they're like living their lives now because of his information. Mm -hmm. But so, but because of that, well, foods, right? Right. Okay, back to the fish and all okay, that. Okay, yeah. Okay? <laughs> if you don't have a lot of heavy metals, a lot of mercury in your system, a lot of aluminum, a lot of other metals in your body, right? If you're one of those people that just were born with less of them in there, um, didn't get a lot more in you somehow through a pharmaceutical or anything else. And then, and if you didn't have a lot of pesticides and herbicides, fungicides, petrochemicals, somehow plastics, all that build up. If you didn't, if your if your load of all that junk is down in your liver and it's not a really high, then it may not feed your Epstein Barr virus that everybody has. Mm. One of the more sixty varieties of Epstein Barr, which I'm going to talk about. Yeah. What's in that water complex, bottle? But oh, yeah. Yeah. And should I be drinking what you're drinking? <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. That's the magic. So that's the, that's the mix. That's the mix right there. That's a secret. That's from Spirit. I haven't no, given anybody that one. Yeah. Sure. The, Debs, the Epstein Barr definitely. I want to touch yeah. on because we have close yeah. friends yeah. who have if you got a lot of bar. okay i'll just cut it down in this nutshell total nutshell you got a lot of poison and you got a few bugs they get together the bugs eat the poison and you get sick eczema psoriasis is caused by epstein-barr feeding off of copper inside the liver then releasing a dermatoxin i'm the first person to come out with that ever and it's it's healing people and the spirit of compassion Gave told, me. Yes, told you of course. Okay, wait. Okay, now, wait. One oh. thing comes from anywhere else. That went else. so fast. Been. I didn't understand. I got what just it. Happened. I got yeah. it. The you bug, did not get I got it. it. So Hold on. I'm going to say it back. The bugs, <laughs> the bugs eat the poison, right? And then the point, then the bugs then eat the copper from the liver, and then they shit out bad stuff. Yes, the bugs need wow. to eat. Bugs have to eat. Ollie, that's that impressive. information yeah, thank you. came from up here, and right. now you're hearing it out there in articles and stuff. But it only came from here. Viruses. Eat food. That's medical medium information, okay? Mm -hmm. And now it's, it's taking over out there because mm -hmm. people are realizing it. Lab technicians are actually chalking it up, finally talking about it. Viruses eat food, and then they crap it out. Mm -hmm. And when they crap it out, it's freaking toxic, mm. like methyl toxic, like Whoa. worse than methyl toxic, like neurotoxins, right? So everybody gets the tingles, numbness, the aches and pains, the fatigue. Danny's having then a, you get an the, information you orgasm, right? You get, the, you, get the, you get the floaters, you get the floaters in the eyes, right? You get the floaters in the eyes. And then you get, yeah, right? You get the eye floaters. Yeah, the I got then, that. So my wife is sitting here with us, Aaron. She got the floaters in the eye. And you need a nap when everybody else doesn't need a nap. And then you got all this stuff going on, right? 
Well, all this one this. got the, the floaters in the eyeballs. And, She's yeah. fatigued all the fucking Then you get time. about a dizziness. Some people get about a dizziness. Some people get vertigo. Some people get tinnitus. All of a sudden, the ringing in the ear isn't just what everybody says in the spiritual world, which isn't correct, is you're hearing a ringing because somebody's talking about you. That's crazy. Or, or spiritual energy's talking to you. No. Yeah. Sorry. You're getting a ringing because it's the first beginning of your first bouts of mild tinnitus that are acute that will come later on down the road if you don't clean up your Epstein bar and start eating better or mm. learning medical medium information that's crazy no one is immune or protected from <laughs> from all of it <laughs> unless they know unless they know <laughs> what they need to do to protect no themselves. one is safe you know what you know what spirit said to me and i was younger spirit said here's the key you need to know the cause and what to do about it, how to fix it, cause and how to fix it. Still in today's research and science, I don't care how many articles and bogus bullshit articles you can throw at me and on my lap. I don't care whatever's going on there. Women are suffering. 250 million Americans alone have no, no like cause, no meaning for their symptoms and conditions. No one's telling them what's wrong, like mm -hmm. really wrong. People are suffering. People who can't take a shower, women who can't get into their shower, they have to time it. Mm -hmm. Or it'll flatline them and they're back in bed, right? And it's just, oh, you you must have autoimmune. Oh, you got lupus. What's lupus? Nobody knows. These are just labels. What's RA? Nobody knows. What's It's all labels for nobody knows nothing. Science and research knows nothing about chronic illness. But don't get me wrong. They know a crap ton about a whole bunch of other stuff. Science and mm -hmm. research is good with a lot of things. I respect it. I like it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of amazing people that are brilliant in this world and they work with science. They work with physics. They work with things. But when their daughter's sick, they quickly realize there's no answers. Is the remedy then, is the remedy celery juice and the things that you have put in your book or do you have a remedy? Meaning you have this information. You have this new information that, that science and technology does not have that is being spoken to you from the spirit of compassion that is coming from a otherworldly beautiful place. But is there a remedy for this? The information is there, but is there an actual way to solve this? Absolutely. There's ways, for instance, eczema and psoriasis, okay? People who can't even put clothes on. They can't wear clothes, all right? Not just talking about mild eczema and then they go off of gluten and they don't know why it's helping, but mm -hmm. it helps a little and then they're getting eczema again and they're flopping around with different diets. What I'm talking about eczema, it's just bad, mm -hmm. right? And they went to 10 doctors and their body's attacking itself. Their body's destroying itself, they're told, right? With eczema. And then, yeah, if you get the copper, which science research has no idea about that came from spirit of compassion, you get the copper out of the liver, and then you get the bugs down like the Epstein bar and you start killing it off, you're free from eczema psoriasis. How do you get the copper out of the liver? Heavy met medical medium, heavy metal detox smoothie. It's critical. It's critical. It's mm -hmm. what's getting people their bodies like And what's healed. in what's in that? You know what I mean? Like what what are we what are we eating? What are we eating? Yeah, yep. There's 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 the fab five. I'm serious. The fab five, I call it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in his books. I know, but not everyone has read the book who's listening to the podcast. Okay. Yeah, it takes a <laughs> it takes it takes five things put together in the smoothie. Yeah. It takes a little bit of dulse, which comes from the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Atlantic dulse. Takes cilantro. Mm, my but favorite. cilantro Love doesn't cilantro. work on its own. People don't realize that. You it, need it to activate work on its own. the cilantro. Yeah, yeah. Takes cilantro. Okay. It takes wild blueberries. <laughs> 
Yep. Wild, it has to be wild blueberries. <laughs> it takes barley grass juice powder, and it takes spirulina, a really good one. I always mm. tell people, just, you know, go to the medical medium community, see what they're using. They mm-hmm. know the best stuff, which is on my directory or whatever, and mm-hmm. you'll see the best spirulina and so forth. But the bottom line is it takes that collaboration of things because here's how metals work. It doesn't take chlorella. That's disastrous awful. It moves metal around a little bit into a new spot in your brain so you get sicker. Just don't do chlorella. Why chlorella? Why, why do you, why? It's, just- it's irresponsible. It, it, it's like if someone was to carry glass, a whole bunch of glass, you know, and you, they were, their responsibility was to carry glass and, but they were the kind of person that just didn't have the control and dropped it all the time. That's what Corella is. It actually drops the metal. It can't hold on to it. It could barely move it. And when it starts pushing it and moving it, like it's, it's too weak. It can't pick up the metal out of the brain tissue, out of your glial cells. It can't, re, it can't get the oxidation in your brain out so you can get rid of your depression and your anxiety and your Alzheimer's and your memory loss. You can't get, it doesn't work. Instead, it makes it worse. It moves it. It smears the metal. Science research doesn't know this, but even with all my work, Five books out, okay? Five New York Times bestselling books and everything else out or whatever. It, what happens is that everybody's still using Corella and I still see it. And it's like, it's like the young people are indoctrinated into Corella again by, I guess, practitioners mm. or somebody who just doesn't know. And it's disastrous because if you really have problems, it's not gonna work. It's are, you gonna fr- you. are you frustrated? I mean, you sound like frustrated, meaning like you're frustrated that you have all this information, even though, let's be <laughs> honest, you're making good money and you're doing your thing. There's no doubt about that, as we all should. But even though, are you still p- frustrated? Like, you guys, just pay attention Well, I've, to I'm this. frustrated because I turn down good money. You do? Yeah. But I work for the people. I work for the chronically ill, okay? And, and I, yes, I need money enough to survive, sure. Mm-hmm. But there's no way you can call me rich. Mm-hmm. But one thing for sure is I could get rich tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I just, I just won't do it. Everybody thinks I own a celery farm. Or oh, all so the I, celery farms. My- oh, well, see, I, I have this theory. You should invest should in them. Well, how does it, no, how does it feel to be bigger. the root cause of celery shortage in yeah. the United States? How does it feel to be that you know, person? I, I know, I know. That's hard. <laughs> and you know, I'm convinced no you do own celery farms. I have a theory that before you released the book, you bought all the fucking celery <laughs> in the United States because you knew what was going to happen. And look, I may jump in with somebody on something if it can change the world that much. I might jump in somebody you know, tomorrow, be like, all right, let's create this. Okay, let's do this if it's going to save the planet. But the bottom line is, you know, I let everybody else make the money. Yeah, and dude, they well, should, they should. I'm on the juice, right? I'm on the juice, celery juice. I shit my brains out every morning. Which Oliver. Is, <laughs> it's good. I mean, I, it feels, it honestly feels like I am releasing toxins out of my body. It feels amazing. But I do go to Whole Foods or wherever I want to buy celery. And half the time, there's nothing left. There's nothing there. Yeah. I mean, it's really amazing to see <laughs> from a product standpoint how yeah. effective, yeah. you know, And they're you growing a ton of it. I yeah. mean, a ton. They're growing hundreds and More hundreds, than yeah, hundreds of times. Yeah, I know. I'm going to play my Rothy's today. You're going to jingle every ad that we do. That's amazing. That's a good idea, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to give my girlfriend a Rothy. 
She's gonna wear it tonight. <laughs> I'm walking on plastic bottles. We're recycling all through the night. Rothy, rothy, rothy. Yeah, that was good. You even got in like a talking point, which is the whole reason why we love Rothy's. Except I rhymed night and night. That's yeah, bad. that's kind of amateur. Okay. They are made out of recycled plastic water bottles. They're machine washable. They're comfortable. They're very easy to wear. It's really hard to make sustainable shoes. Well, this seems to be the ultimate. I mean, 35 million water bottles from landfills. Free shipping, free returns and exchanges. No risk, no worries. No reason not to try. <laughs> was that written for you or did yeah. you just come up no, with I that? I read that. That was good. Yeah, thank you. Go to rothys.com slash sibling to get your favorite new flats. R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sibling. S-I-B-L-I-N-G. Oh, it rhymes. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Comfort, style, and sustainability. You guys, these are the shoes that you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash sibling today. Do you still take clients? No. No. So, so you- no, that, that stopped with when the waiting list got into the millions uh, five years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Millions. No, millions the waiting list got that's into. Crazy. And that's when I had to stop because that's- Spirit of the Compassion that's- said, you have to put the book out now, the first book. And I held it off. Spirit of Compassion asked me to put the book out 10 years before and even earlier. I, I just, I wanted to help out as many people. I mean, I was on call 24-7. I worked seven days a week for six straight years without a half a day off, no holidays, nothing. Mm-hmm. That's how I was. All night long, I was woken up throughout the night with an emergency service uh. that, that called me. You name it. I had relationships with dozens and dozens of doctors, the ones I've trusted, and, and their patients, you know, helping with their patients. Like, that was my life. I was saturated in it, and I, I didn't mind it. I just never slept. I never took care of myself. Mm-hmm. I still don't take care of myself today mm. on any level practically. I drink celery juice. Yeah. I eat as good as I can. Which I do you, eat, ex- which do you exercise tells me or no? To do. I, I don't have no time. Exercise? Yeah. Literally, don't have time. It's been about everybody and their pain and suffering. That's what it's been. You wouldn't believe. So when you look at the negative stuff that's you know that's out there because they think I'm the celery entrepreneur king king or mm-hmm. they they think I cornered the globe with money or something mm-hmm. or they think I'm you know taking from the poor and the sick. You know, it's just unbelievable no. where that stuff comes from. Well, I mean, if how, they knew what I've been through right. and what I do, they would. <laughs> sorry, I'm cutting right. you off. No, it's yeah. fine. No, 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 it's how do you like, do, how do you good. deal with the skeptics, the naysayers? How, what's your approach? Because do you ever find that you get defensive? Well, you know, I'm not supposed to get defensive. Yeah, but I'm I'm a human being, right? You know? I'm just like you know, I, there's skeptics in every field and every. God, there's skeptics about everything. But yeah. how do you handle it? The first thing I say is you haven't been that sick yet. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you are and you're sucking it out, yeah, and you find out your precious science and research hasn't done anything for you, and yeah. you're like on your hands and knees like a lot of people are, then you know, then you know, think about it and then come back to me. Right. Because until you're there, 
You'll never know. And that's the thing. Anybody who's ever ripped me down, ripped me apart, took cheap shots, because that's what darkness does. Anybody who ever has never was sick. So what are the top things that you, like, if you were to say today, if I had a wand that I could wave, which which you do, actually, you have you have a wand you could wave. But if I could have, everyone could get off these foods. Yeah. What, what would those foods be? Okay, number one food of all time to get off of is eggs. No. All it does. <laughs> no, Anthony, all it no. Do, All it does, and here's the here's the amazing <laughs> thing. Here's the amazing thing. Ugh, that's okay? a, really, that's tough. Eggs is a tough one, right? Yeah. Sure, with, with, okay, here's the thing. If you're a woman and you're battling fibroids, endometriosis, cysts, ovarian cysts, PCOS, the eggs will worsen it quickly. Even though, you go to the doctor, like, you need to go on lots of eggs. You go on the best functional medicine doctor. You need to go on lots of eggs. You know, you need wherever, whoever it is, practitioner, you need to go on lots of eggs. That's what you'll hear. If women get told to eat eggs. It's like literally universal where women are supposed to eat eggs. Meanwhile, it worsens every single reproductive system problem there is and gets you into the hot flashes, perimenopause, Right, all that early, it gets you into all these problems. It's the first food that should just be stopped. It was great a hundred years ago or more. It was a food staple that was critical. It was a good food that was actually partially good for you and couldn't hurt you. The industry abused it. They took it. They fed the bugs. The bugs got into women. You can use your imagination on how that might have happened, but it got into women, and then. They're feeding those bugs, and we got this epidemic, like of chronic epic, epic epidemic of chronic wow. illness. So that's just how it is. What's another food? You got the eggs. N- another food is is dairy products. Yeah, dairy. I'm sort of off. Why? Cooning sheep's bit. milk, yeah. goat's milk, yeah. kefir. Yeah. Why? All why? Of it. Why? Every now and then I'll hear, "I'm on kefir," and I'm like, "Because oh yeah. you're feeding the bugs." Okay, they eat that too, but but it's but they eat it less. They eat it less, but they still eat it. Don't and and Epstein Barr, the there's over 60 yeah. varieties of Epstein Barr mutations and variations. That's information, Spirit of Compassion brought to here, and no one knows it yet. Science research just believes it's one virus. It's not. And each variety eats something different. It eats different things. It likes eggs more than it likes dairy. Mm-hmm. It likes dairy more than it likes gluten. Mm-hmm. It likes, and gluten's the next one. Do you have like a gluten. little black book of all the things that you've, like the spirit <laughs> of compassion has told you that you just like make sure that you check off every time? I got, a lot, I, got, I, I got volumes of information from spirit <laughs> of compassion that's not even medical because I've asked personal questions on what's happening up there, yeah. how the planets work, that's cool. what's going on, what about yeah. angels? I asked about what about demons? What about what people think? think are darkness i've asked every question you can possibly imagine so out of my boredom out of my boredom through life because that's changing gears and i'm gonna call you aunt from now what do you do for fun forget about this for a second oh yeah what do you do 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 for fun man like what is your do you do you drink or smoke weed or anything like that or do you don't smoke weed you play golf don't smoke weed i don't drink um, I won't put alcohol in me, but I still like, you know, my like, friends your- drink. So my friends drink, so they drink wine. They'll be like, hey, they'll be like, hey, aunt, what <laughs> AW, AW, it's got antioxidants, right? But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. But just- what's your fun day? <laughs> does dude? the spirit of compassion want me to have this tequila? I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do my, for fun? My though? fun like, is for real. Na- like, what do you do for my fun? My fun is nature, but here's here's one thing me that too. goes on, right? Yeah. Fun is nature because I could get away from everybody. I could get away from everybody. There's nothing worse than hundreds and hundreds of readings come through, you know? 
like when I was on a plane and with my assistant and there was all this commotion in the back and everybody's freaking out. Stewardesses are running around and flight attendants are running around or whatever. And everybody's freaking. And, and I told my assistant, I said, it's somebody's having a seizure back. There's a guy having a seizure back there because spirit told me. And they're like, okay, phew, at least we know what's going on. My assistant was like, phew, and eased off. And then, and then later it all calmed down. And then we asked the flight attendant and she was like, there's a guy having a seizure in the back, but that's not all. Every person walking by in the, in the, on the plane, I'm getting a read one after another. Ugh. So I need peace. So what happens and you can't stop it. And here's the problem. I go blind. Like right now I'm half blind yeah. because we have this many people in the room. Yeah. And so because of that, spirit's been giving me information Then I'm going, I'm getting snow blindness. Yeah. And so think about a big crowd. I really get screwed with a big crowd. It's really bad, but but here's- Are you the, saying you know information about us right now that you could- I can't, It's unavoidable. Okay, but why aren't you telling us? Well, do you ever, do you ever, do you ever walk around and be like, oh God, that guy's I fucked. I did that. I did that. Listen. I mean, you're like, uh-oh, the guy passes you in the airport like, that guy's I, fucked. I did, I, you know, I grew up yanking on shirt sleeves, oh, right, right? right? Saying, you got a brain tumor, mister- Wow. And I paid Crazy. the price. I paid the price of knocking on people's shoulders and said, hey, listen, you got an aneurysm and you got to get it checked out because I believe in surgeons. I believe in neurosurgeons. I, I know a neurosurgeon. It saves lives every day. And I'm like, wow, I don't know how you do it. He says, well, we use robots now. But mm. the point is, is, the point is, and that's technology. But he, but he tells me at the same time, chronic illness sufferers, he says, we can't help. They just lay in their bed and they'd slowly die or they just survive oh, or God willing. Here's crazy, the thing. Man. Here's the thing, right? The crowds are so intense on me, right? It's why I stopped the lectures. The last one I did, I could only handle, they had a cap it at 5,000 to stop people from coming in because 5,000 was all, I, I, before I would feel like I got, would get a cranial seizure. Mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, I could pack a place now at 30,000. I was told that I, I, I was told wherever I fly in this world right now, mm -hmm. there'd be 50,000 right. in a stadium right now. Yeah. So I have to, so, so I couldn't do it. So, so I, 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 I have a question about that actually. I have a question because, because, because listen, real, real quick, do you yeah. feel a responsibility to get it right? Because in everything in life, there is a failure rate. I'm personally wrong all the time. Spirit's always right. But even if the spirit, if, if spirit of compassion tells you that that person has a brain tumor, there has to be some some percentage of failures in that. And do you account for that? And there's do you feel like a responsibility to be correct Look, when I you feel are like, getting I that feel message? Like, I feel like science, grandfathered science and research in women's health is responsible. I feel like the laws that were made without anybody's choice, women's, you know, it's all about women's choice, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, guess what? Choices were made for them purposely to keep them sick and down in this, to, to, to where we are now. And they were made back in the old days and they're in vaults and you're not going to see it on the internet. No way in hell. Okay. And those choices were made like the body attacking itself to make sure women are kept down, that there's no answers ever given to women with chronic illness. That's one. The other one is the gene theory. Okay. All our genes went bad in the last 30 years. You mean centuries and centuries and centuries go by and then all our genes went bad in the last 10 years. No, our genes aren't bad. It's telling a woman, you're faulty, your genes suck. You actually are, are unhealthy because your genes are the problem. It's, it's inescapable. You're a bad person, meaning your physical body's a bad unit. Discard. 
Mm-hmm. It's set up like this to hurt everybody. And men and boys and young boys and, you know, children, all that are all getting affected too. It's not, you know, but the point is it's like set up, right? Like that spirit of compassion is always right. doesn't mean I'm always right personally. If I don't go with spirit of compassion and I have my own opinion, I could be wrong about something. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in my garden up in Maine and my neighbor came over and said, he said, I don't know how you got my wife better. She couldn't walk. You're the one that found out she had arsenic poisoning and nobody else did. No doctor. She was crippled. Now she's walking. Right. And I, and and I was younger. So I was cocky. Right. Mm -hmm. I was a little cockier and I was in the garden and I, I was pulling up onions and I was in there and I stood up and I looked at him and I said, that's because I'm always right. Never forget it. Damn it. And (laughs) I'm never wrong. Never going to be wrong. And it's always going to be like that. I got up. I walked three feet. I stepped on a hoe. And it's like a rake kind of hoe thing. And it slipped. It went like up, a, smacked me in the face, and knocked me out. And I was on the ground. Like I was a in cartoon. the garden laying, it's like, like It's like Tom and Jerry. I got woken up, <laughs> okay, by the neighbor standing over me like, are you okay? And then Spirit said, remember this and never forget it. I'm always right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind, whatever you do. I'm right and you're wrong. And I right there from there on out, I realized, yeah, I mean, you know, I could walk outside this door after this podcast and step off your step wrong mm-hmm. and land on my face. And I was wrong on how I judged that step. Mm-hmm. And but but spirit's not wrong. About this information. Did you ever not listen to spirit? Like, eh, I'm not sure you're. When I was in my teens, I was like, I'm not listening to you today. Right. I'm going to do my own thing. Can and you, then break my wrist or something. Can you, know you I mean? tune him out? Can I tune him out? Yeah. Can't be can, tuned can, out. No, can't. can't. Out. That you, just can't. Here, okay. Here's does the thing. he let how you, you rest? Do, how do you go out to dinner? This is back, this is a back to your question. Is where, what, what do I do for fun? Yeah. I need to be in nature, but I never get the chance anymore. I like being in nature where things are calm and good, but here's what happens. All I need is a jetliner way up flying over and the reeds come through. And I got to wait. So I'm sitting on a rock in nature like, son of a bitch. You get this, just you get that? Plane. This is the only podcast ever that I've ever sworn ever in. Really? I've it. never sworn. Woo! Is this because you're this influencing me? Because I'm telling you, I've never sworn in any in anything I've ever done. Not, not any live. No, we can bleep you out. No, we can, we can or cut it. Yeah, no yeah. lecture. I've never sworn. And it doesn't matter. It's because you're in our in, in, in You guys in are a bad influence, home. man. I can't. No, no we're not influence. So, no. so the thing this is, is really, what really do you do fun. for fun? You come to our house and you do. The podcast. Well, it is fun. It is actually, it's so, the funniest thing I've done. Oh, this, I don't is even so, this is so, so. That so, makes so. me happy because that that was the whole reason why we wanted to do do that. I had a question actually about you know I was reading uh, you know some of the controversies obviously and there are you know people who are such devout followers of you that they're like foregoing chemotherapies or you know certain traditional medicines because they're so wholeheartedly into what yeah. you do. Yeah. Um, um, do you say to those people, I'm not saying you have to give an answer necessarily to these people, but is that something you would support or tell them, look, you, you need to do what you have to do as far as, you know, staying alive? You know, um, modern medicine for cancer and so forth, like chemotherapy and everything, is it's come a long way. In the old days, they used to, they, I mean, it was so it was so wretched, you know? I mean, you didn't stand a chance mm-hmm. in the old days. Mm-hmm. You didn't. The chemotherapy in the old days just annihilated you. Mm-hmm. They've learned to alter the chemistry, back it down, small dosages. Took forever for those protocols to change, you mm-hmm. know? And so I'm not anti any of that. What, what I'm anti is um, 
chemotherapy for something they they know nothing about, and that's what they're doing now too. So they're using chemotherapy for all these autoimmune disorders. Mm-hmm. Disastrous because you can't kill the virus that's creating the autoimmune disorder, and the chemotherapy just weakens the immune system so the virus can get stronger. So I'm a little, I'm a little put off by that one. Mm-hmm. Um, back that, in the old don't days, don't they give chemo for MS? Isn't that they like? give chemo now for? I mean, they're just, they're just, they're tacking Lyme disease. I mean, they're just yeah. all of it. They're just tacking it in. They're tacking it on, and. Let's learn about why people are really sick before we just start throwing like darts that that heavy and the swords, you know, using swords that heavy. And um, the old days chemotherapy was just, it was like the Lyme disease in the old days where antibiotics until the person is literally crippled or, or gone. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it wasn't until Cat's Claw came onto the scene because the spirit of compassion back 30 years ago when, when um, you know, I was teaching doctors how to use Cat's Claw for the Lyme patients that changed that. So that antibiotics drop. That's because of me. Am I going to get credit? Never. Mm-hmm. And do I want it? No. But I wish Spirit what would get. I wish. I wish Spirit kind of- would get kind of some credit. Spirit, <laughs> though, of compassion. <laughs> the problem is, it's not about credit. It's about making sure the information stays pure, and that they know where it sources, so they can keep on getting more information to heal them. That's. Mm-hmm. It's not about credit. It's mm-hmm. just about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bottom line is. Um, so the chemotherapy, sure, like chemotherapy now is always coupled with alternative medicine. Now you get most cancer doctors are like, yes, take your this oil, take your that, take your curcumin, take your take, and they're saying that. That's amazing. That yeah, that's a big change. Yeah. yeah, and that's why people are really getting a lot of help from it. Where they most everybody will go the chemotherapy route because they're scared and their family pushes them into it. Literally. Yeah. So well. so now though they have a shot. Because their their doctor's allowing them to go to a naturopath too, mm-hmm. or a functional doctor that says you need to be on coenzyme Q10, ALA, you need to be on all these other things, and so that's a, that's a miracle, right? That's a miracle. And the chemotherapies have changed and altered now, where they're not so harsh. They've they've lowered dosages, and then they've done cocktails that that they're using to try to explore to see if it affects cancer. I'm not against it. I'm not against somebody's decision to go chemotherapy. I, I, and, and radiation, I am against radiation therapy um, for cancer unless it's just for pain, medi- pain management to get somebody off of morphine. You know, that's when I'm, that's when I'm supportive of radiation, mm-hmm. direct current radiation for when you're literally on morphine. I mean, you got like a tumor, you're suffering, you're in agony. I mean, I've known so many people in agony. That's when I'm okay with that. But radiation on a whole, in general, when someone doesn't have that going on, totally anti that, 100%. Do you also believe food, what we eat, how we eat? is a direct reflection of our mental state. Absolutely. I talk about in Life-Changing Foods, my book, a plug, my Life-Changing Foods book. (laughs) Life-Changing Foods. Life-Changing Foods, reading it tonight, actually. Life-Changing Foods, I talk about how these foods also have powers that help our emotional state. Absolutely. Mm. Like the wild blueberries. The wild blueberries of Maine, okay? Why Maine? They're, I mean, they're so adaptive. It adapt- seems like you're biased. They're, they're so adaptive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're what so if I got adapt- wild blueberries in like Vermont? The wild blueberry, it's not cultivated, right? It's wild. So it survived thousands of years of abuse from the weather in different conditions. I mean, c- coming out of the ice age, those wild blueberries. Yeah, they're just resilient. You can burn. Cool. You can Maine blueberries. You can burn the wild blueberry field down. That's like can- my soul. <laughs> 
that you should be burn. something. Wild blueberry productions. <laughs> wild blueberry. <laughs> you can you can burn the wild blueberries down to the ground, like all of it, until it's ash, and it'll come up the next year. You can burn other things; they're not yeah, coming sounds, up. This sounds pretty. This I sounds, love it. Right? It ri- <laughs> the, the wild blueberry has the power to help somebody rise out of the ashes. Mm, I'll tell you why. Cool. Like a phoenix, because it does that itself too. Right? It has so much power to it. And so when you eat those, you're getting 10,000 years or more of this power mm. that's that that adaptogenic ability because that's the true adaptogenic food on the planet. It's that one. That's the only one that could survive anything. Well, if you ever have a production company, it should be Wild Blueberry yeah. Productions. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, you can have that one. Oh, you know, you know what's so crazy? What about morel mushrooms? Oh, Do you know anything about those? Yeah, wait, people we've like got to eat lots them, right? of mushroom talk yeah. to happen. <laughs> no, well, what about magic mushrooms? Yeah, man, mushrooms, man, psychedelic. <laughs> mushrooms, no, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, what about ayahuasca? Like, what about these sort of right. ancient practice, natural psychedelic practices? Okay, like ayahuasca falls back into the recreational kind of thing. It falls back into like how. How effed up do you want your head and can you survive it and get a spiritual outcome at the end of it? You know what I mean? It's like it falls into the category of, you know, how do you tell a stoner to say, we like, hey, man, you're pushing the weed too hard. You need to take a break. You know, you can't even judge that. The stoner knows best. He's been doing it all these years and so forth, knows what their you know, capacity is, knows how much weed, I guess. Anthony, why are you looking at me? You know, when you're talking, here's, yeah, I'm pointing Anthony, at, you know, why are you pointing at look, me? Look, I'm the one so, who's done ayahuasca here. You gotta so, look at me. Yeah. Spirit so, of compassion. Yeah, is, spirit yeah. of compassion is coming so yeah. big. Yeah. Time no, no, right but you're now. right. You're, it's a so, personal. It's a it's a personal. It, choice. It's one of those things. Yeah. A personal choice. My brain went to celery juice, honestly. Yeah. Before not, you not, do ayahuasca, not, <laughs> no, not ayahuasca, but with psilocybin with yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. You know, first of all, I've read you know this book that Michael Pollan wrote, which is really a great book and it talks about sort of the history of psilocybin basically now there's been a new research studies and research that john hopkins is doing on psilocybin that the medical that the medical community is actually performing and doing and it has funding and it brought me back to the celery experience where they're not even really giving that as much of a no they won't meanwhile it's the most it's the most powerful medicine of our time on planet Earth right now is celery juice, mm-hmm. the most powerful medicine. And long after I'm dead and gone, you guys, you know, I love it, dude. I, I, like I really I, do. You, you believe me? That stuff will never die. The whole planet will be doing it. It'll be in the billions because it is the most powerful medicine. It stood this. It stood the test of time of of criticism. It stood the test of time of everything because it's the only thing that works. Here's how it works. Here's how it works. A trend because it tr- becomes a trend because money's behind it. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. Kombucha tea, just throw it at me. What trend is out there, right? Um, yeah. you, you can think of some. I can think of a whole... St- so the but, keto diet. Uh, or a, a keto... A, yeah. Yeah. Like food-wise or... Any or, trend. Any trend. Yeah, yeah. keto. Because there's... Right. The, the 90s <clears throat> yeah. fashion trend, which is horrible there's money, right there's now. There's money. Terrible. Be, Needs to go back. Butter and coffee, everything. There's money behind it, right? That's what it is. Apple cider vinegar. There's money behind everything. Yeah. Every Collagen. Oh, tons yeah, of money behind vinegar. collagen. Tons of money behind collagen. Yeah. It becomes a trend not because it works. It becomes a trend because it's 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 backed. It's celery pro- juice. It's profitable. Celery juice is not backed. It's right. in everybody's way. It pisses everybody off. It's not profitable. It gets everybody angry who's trying to sell something. But yet it's taking over the world mm-hmm. because it's the only damn thing that's really worked 
really worked. Mm -hmm. You got to couple it with other things. I love it. I, I really do. I don't know why, because I'm relatively healthy, but I just feel clean. I, I don't know. Because people say, I did it for like six weeks and I'm trying to get back on it. But, you know, it's like I'm waiting for the feeling, you know, of yeah. like, okay, am I going to change? Is something going to change inside of me? And I didn't feel like a, because I didn't have, I didn't have any psoriasis or I didn't have any sort of acne or anything like that. But it was, I just felt clean. I felt yeah. like gutted in a weird way. I've had a thing that's happened to me throughout this um, whole podcast where I've been feeling little parts of my body the whole time. <laughs> like what, a psychosomatic, ailments? yeah. Like I'll have like, I'm like, oh, that ringing in the ear. Like, am I having a ringing in the ear? Like I had like, oh, I'm like, oh, I feel well, like here, a little tingle well, in my Well, here's the thing. Stomach. Aunt, 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 if there was something wrong with any of us would you say it that was one of my questions it's just that when you're dealing with like hardcore medical stuff it's like bam there's this iron horse between it all you know i you know where it's like you can't knock that iron horse down because there's these instilled belief systems in people with medical aspects of it that sh man you can't you can't like break that down if you wanted to and i don't have the time to like investigate with spirit of compassion every mental thought someone's thinking you know, of like, will they be able to handle it? Will they not? Right. And I, I mean, I can, but I don't have that on the fly. It's me because I got to be like, okay, where are we going next? What do I got to do? What's my assistant, you know, got me playing, you know? But yeah, it comes through all the time. I mean, when I was younger, it's like I told you, I would tap on shoulders and really pee people off. Some people would be so thankful. And all of a sudden I'd have a client, you know, or whatever when I was younger, but they were, yeah. So no, you're saying basically like you don't, you, you only really do that when it's something that you're focused on doing. Like if you, you've yeah. never had that as an adult, like go to someone and be like, I need to tell this person. Well, you know, if thing. I could, if I, if I could go into a restaurant or go into Whole Foods, which I can't because I'll be mobbed. And <laughs> especially a whole. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what it is. That's you know, hysterical. The thing is, because I cannot I, go into Air Whole Foods. Air One's a nightmare. Right. You know what's Keep funny is. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so true. The you Whole know, Foods whole is like they'll just kill me. They'll be like the celery Anthony juice guy. They'll kill me. And what happens is that, you know, it's like my assistants always laugh at me, you know, they're like, first of all, because you go half blind anyway, you end up like kind of bumping into things after too many readings. And so what's funny is they don't let me out the front door of the house because if I go wandering down the road, people are going to see me beep the horn. It happened one time where I had to go outside in front of the house and, you know, or, or I'd be in front of an office building because I went to go visit somebody. And there's a lot of people are beeping and yelling like, celery, or the beep the horn, they'll be like... I was putting out the garbage. I was listen, putting out the garbage celery, and someone listen. just said, I just saw you live on Insta. And then it was just like, it's always like that. And the thing is, is if I could go into Whole Foods again, like I, like I could celery. 10 years ago. Celery. And I, and I wasn't going to get mobbed. I, I then, you know, yeah, the readings, right? Well, the readings come through no matter what. They could be coming through. And then it might be that one person where I might be like, you know what? You know, let Let's let's talk about this down the road, or let's talk about this. Here's how you contact my assistant, or something. You know, my sister-in-law just asked, "Do you ever ask spirit why you?" Yeah, absolutely, okay. mm -hmm. all the time. Spirit told me there was something inside of me it was the right recipe. I it could be a little bit of crazy, 
Maybe it's just you're crazy enough, you know. Or, or a lot. Maybe it's a and little bit. Okay, yeah. too. I love that. No, no, no. But but the and, fact and, that and, you can even say that is is amazing. Yeah, I you know, know it was because that that just adds so much more validity <laughs> and credibility to everything that you do. You can say, yeah, maybe it's a little bit fucking crazy. I don't know. Or maybe you and, had yes. you, not yeah. the spirit of compassion, well, but you I mean. had the perfect amount of crazy. You know, my friends are always like, hey, listen, hey, listen. You know, can you ask spirit this? And I'm like, oh, it's this. And they go. No, can you ask spirit that if if this is this and this? I go, no, it's this. Um, I, I, it's not that I don't trust you, Anthony. It's all good. I've known you forever, but can you just ask spirit? Okay, get spirit on the line here. You know what I mean? Just because you know so much and you've learned so much. What I'm saying, me, I love what you're saying. No, spirit, I need spirit. No, spirit's happy with what. Okay, good. I need a spirit in my life don't that worry. I could just be like, I don't know, I, spirit. Kate, Kate, just call me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got You know my Wait number. Just call you me. You got the best sibling in the world. That's you right. Got the just si- ca- just you guys call, call me. <laughs> well, dude, oh, thank you so great. much, bro. Like this was so much fun. It we were really looking was. forward to this for a long time. Oh, when you when cool, we were you, when we started this whole podcast idea, you were one of the first who, outside of the sort of the celebrity sibling world, were like, we have to get medical medium. And at that point, I didn't even know your name. I just thought you were medical medium. I was like, that's a strange name. Yeah, but. <laughs> Turns out you have a name, Anthony, and I call aunt. you Aunt now because we're we're homies. Keep up the meaningful work, man. Yeah, man. thank you so much, you brother. Yeah, love you're you, great. This was awesome. love you guys are doing big work, you know. Yeah, thank cool. you. Cool, thanks, right. bud. Love you. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson, Oliver Hudson, and Sim Sarna. Supervising producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, aka Uncle Mark. 